I feel like we, <laughs> the reason why I feel like this conversation is a little bit more like surface is because I feel for me personally, I'm afraid to call my culture out for what it is without sounding like I'm rejecting my culture. Does that make sense? Yeah, so let's talk about it. I don't want to. You don't have to paint with a broad stroke. Just be like something that I've experienced in my culture is. And I don't know if everybody. (laughs) Lack of boundaries. Okay, so let's just talk about it. So lack of boundaries. Lack of boundaries. Um, No is not an option. No is not an option. Never an option. Um. I'm trying to think. Yeah, like I think I think it's okay to talk about that because well most of our listeners are bicultural. Um they're navigating the same thing. They're coming from like um communities of color mm-hmm. and they also are experiencing that inner tension like man, like how do I say no to my parents without disrespecting them? without like being consumed with guilt like that's common so let's talk Mm. about it codependency in our in our our culture for one like the expectation of doctor lawyer uh engineer that all of us african kids and i'm sure other i've heard it too in like asian cultures um that if you're not a doctor if you're not an engineer and if you're not a lawyer you're nothing you're so where do you think that comes Especially from? Especially if you want to be a creative, you're tossed out at that point. A waste of space. <laughs> <laughs> but waste I think management. That's, right. That's because um, of the financial security that comes with those career choices. And I think our parents, they want the best for us and their hearts are in the right place. Um, I think where it goes wrong is the perspective of it's my way or the highway. Like if you're not doing things the way I'm saying you're supposed to be doing it because I'm your parent and I'm your elder and I've experienced more life with for uh, before you, um, more life than you, then my way is the truth. And if you don't do things my way, you're doing them wrong. You're being disrespectful. You're being a rebel. You're not adhering to the life that I designed for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think that can be so like toxic for lack of better terms. I know that term is thrown around a lot, but shit's toxic. Yeah. I think at least from the like immigrant lens, it, there's like that guilt, like, Oh, I have to make my parents hard life and journey worth it. Mm-hmm. Um, because you know, in our culture, like if I bring, I bring honor to my family, like any honor that's brought to me is brought to my family. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just, unfortunately, I don't know. And and I'm, I'm saying this as a 27 year old after like with some, still some residual, like I need my parents approval right. um, there 
as like you know as as much as I want to talk with my chest, like it is what it is. It's still there for <laughs> sure. There, one hundred percent. Yes, and, and still wanting them to like be proud of me and support me, hundred percent. And and I should say like to like parents, families. There's a spectrum. There's like those parents that it's like you are shaming us. We don't support you. Like really giving you a hard time every time you talk to them. Da da da. And there's the parents where it's like, you know, it's there. Mm-hmm. You know, there's that like they're just waiting until you make that career change or still like dropping it, dropping it in every once in a while or like, oh, you know, your cousin, he just graduated exactly. from yes. medical school. Uh, you know, he's engineer, big guy, you know, yes. da, 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 da. like they popped that in. And it's like, oh, I know you, you, you more proud of them than me or right. you're you're maybe you're ashamed you don't want to tell your friends that this is what I'm doing da, da, da. so I guess like yeah there's just like the different ways that you might like experience like guilt or like shame from your families but I think for me how did I like overcome that or how am I trying to overcome let's be for real I was literally gonna ask you that question how are you working to overcome that Hmm. I should say I want to give a little bit of credit to my parents because <laughs> the only reason is like I think it was hard in the beginning like when I was first going to college it was like you going to school for music? Mhm. Uh, and then when I went into full-time ministry you doing that like how are you going to get paid? Da, 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 da. Um but, like, even my dad, like, I remember when I told him I was going to go overseas and work, he was like, you know what, Makta? Life is the best school. Mm. And I think it's going to be an amazing opportunity for oh, you. Oh, that's beautiful. I was, like, confused. Mm-hmm. Um, not confused because Flinching. that still sounds like You're my like- dad. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, I remember, like, I took him out to Starbucks and I like, <laughs> sat down. I said, I need witnesses, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but like, yeah, he was just so, uh, yeah, he was so like, I don't know. He just understood like that life isn't always about finding the most secure, Mm. uh, journey. And even I wasn't that sure of it at the time, Mm -hmm. but he had already learned that lesson and kind of like, yeah, I just like relieved me a little bit in that moment. And then my mom like eventually came along and, 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 and joined my dad um in that posture but not not everybody has it like that I gotta Mm -hmm. be for real and there is sometimes like you know folks that are parents and families and I get it from the larger family sometimes or like people in the community like oh that's what you're doing you're not going back to school Mm -hmm. oh okay like and it can be like oh like I, I don't feel like and that's how, like, I guess when you're in a communal culture, like, you're kind of, like, rising up in, like, power and influence. And and you do that sometimes by how much money you make and how many – and, like, what kind of good job you have and, like, where you live and your the size of your house or whatever. And so sometimes it's like, oh, I'm not bringing, like, that much honor to my family by doing this in other people's eyes. But, Yeah. I don't know. I need to think about that a little bit, <laughs> a little bit. Because like, Hold on. Um, I, you know, hearing your dad give you that validation um, 
it's a beautiful thing because we all need that as as children and as adults we all need our parents approval or we all want our parents approval i should say my experience has been very opposite you know um i've always kind of been different um i always i guess I'm a very curious person. I like to learn. I like to, you know, I like to learn about different cultures. Like I said earlier, I like to learn about all types of stuff. So I feel like for me, I've never really gotten that like stamp of approval of like, you're doing a great job. You know, we're proud of you. Um, And I think I spent so much time looking for that validation and I spent so much time in pain mourning in pain and suffering because I wasn't gonna get it and then I spent a lot of time mourning that Mm. Um, and just accepting it and being like you know what this is just something that I may never hear from my my parent you know my mom my Mm -hmm. parent Um, once I was able to accept that, which I feel like now I kind of, yeah, I kind of accept that I'm not, I'm never really going to get that stamp of approval from her. It, once I was able to get that acceptance, it really just liberated me, honestly, Mm. um, to lean more into the things that I did like, and that really did bring me peace and that I really was passionate about or am passionate about, which is human connection, you know, helping people navigate life and, um, and find their, the best version of themselves. So because I feel more called to do this and I feel more like I'm walking in my purpose when I, when I am interacting with people in that manner, or when I am able to help someone connect the dots or, um, unlearn a pattern or give them advice that helps them elevate themselves, Mm-hmm. And because I've accepted that I'm not going to get that approval, I just feel more free to live my truth. And just, it makes me happy. And I'm at peace. I'm happy. I'm flourishing. I'm thriving. Um, so that's honestly, for me, that's what continuously helps me to continue to choose me over my parents' mm-hmm. approval. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Especially, well, I just want to, like, just acknowledge, like, that I feel like that was really vulnerable and just came from a really, like, authentic and real place. And um, I think a lot of people can resonate with that. Like, there is this kind of, like, uh, embracing and kind of just, like, coming to terms with, I'm not going to get that, like, approval or that, like, you know, you made the right choice, mm-hmm. um, that like pat on the back that we all need from our caregivers. And so, yeah, there's like a lot of grief and pain and sadness on the other side of that. Um, but I just love, I love that you are like letting yourself and have let yourself feel that and like move through those emotions. Mm-hmm. That way you can come to the other side um, and it'll, I mean, I can imagine, cause even for me in some ways, like it still creeps up again, mm-hmm. like, you oh, know, when you, 
yeah, you come to a new like opportunity um, or you like don't do well in this job where you feel like, you know, that's how I feel sometimes. I'm like, oh, like if if this thing isn't going right, like I don't want to tell my parents because they're going to be like, oh, see, I told you security. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Or or if you decide like, yeah, I do want to do something different be like, oh, you wasted this time. I told you so. Like, I don't know. So I just think like, yeah, there's like bravery there. I see like courage there. I see like, um, yeah, paving like that new path for yourself. I don't know. Well, I'm proud of you. Thank you. Yeah. I'm proud and of I'm, you. Absolutely. You're proud of you. I yeah. love that. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, what was I going to say? I was going to say something about like ego, but it like completely left my mind. I was going to say something too. I don't want to do this anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to do this anymore. I was going to say, I do want to honor my Congolese culture and honor my mother as well and my father. Because without them, I don't think I would be as strong-minded and as strong-willed as I am. And although there's a lot of things that come from our culture and the relationship with my mother in particular that have created a lot of pain in my life, there's also a lot that I'm very grateful for. Um, Her tenacity, her ability to persevere, her resilience, you know, those are all things that I am so grateful to be able to have witnessed because they were passed down to me and they're a part of why I thrive in whatever environment that I am in. So regardless of the fact that we don't see face to face, I think I'm also learning to find um, empathy and Mm understanding for her and her story outside of her being my mother she's been through a lot of hardship and I think that's also slowly helping to heal me even though I'm not hearing the apologies that I would love to hear or seeing the change that I would love to see Mm -hmm. just accepting her for who she is and understanding that her story her experiences her familial background also created the person that she is you know absolutely absolutely you're saying something really good there because it kind of like understanding her and like where kind of the the heart or intent behind some of that like wanting you to like stick this very like narrow um you know mainly based on financial security and what looks good in front of others um I think like acknowledging the story and the intent behind it. Yeah. just allows her to be like more human and you can let go of like what she needs to be for you Mm -hmm. and just let her like, you can accept what's good and then like leave what's bad kind of thing. Yeah. I think too, like I can resonate with that because like I want, you know, my family or people in general to, to, you know, act right. Or 
you know, meet the needs that are natural Mm -hmm. um, for me. And so when those are unmet, like that can be really painful and like making me feel a type of way and I take it personally, but it's like, yeah, this person, like as much as I want her to, you know, for them to like, um, you know, support me in this way, it's like, oh, they're not, they're just to understand, like they're not capable of doing that right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and it kind of frees the relationship and it or can ever, be, or they may never ever to do it. Yeah. I don't know if that if I'm that far. I like to maintain a little hope and be like, there could be change. There could be change. There could be progression. Um, yeah, that that would be hard for me. I'm not gonna lie to you, but yeah, just being okay and and saying like that's just not possible at the moment. Mm. I feel like we just went into a whole different conversation. Although we I sure did. It. I love it. But I think this is the real, I mean, this is the reflections of a third culture kid. Yeah, for real, though. In real time. <laughs> I like mm-hmm. the little shoulder track that you just did. It is. You just, I'm like, it's not a lecture. This is just oh, what. Um, it's for real, though, because even as we talk about it, and that's why it's it's so real and I'm still working through all of these emotions and these lessons that I'm learning. Cause even as we talk about it, there's a little bit of sadness that comes up for me, you know, Mm. and that I would want things to look and feel different, but my hope is that I can mother myself the way I was never mothered. And mm. I cannot ma- mother my children the way I was never mothered. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I find hope in that, in those moments where I'm able to affirm myself and validate myself and be like, you're doing great, sweetie, and really believe it, you know? Um, it's a different type of BDE when you can, and those who know what that means, you know. If you know, you know. Um, when you can do something validate yourself and really feel and believe that you know believe in yourself like be like you know what you did this really well like let me think of an example because I feel like I'm having a hard time articulating what I'm trying to say it's just like when i have when i have times where it would be nice to have like a supportive parent set it step in mm-hmm. and i'm able to give myself that kind of um nurturing i just feel powerful coming out of that like when i have mm-hmm. a breakdown that i would love to have a parent walk me through or talk me through or soothe me through mm-hmm. when i'm truly able to soothe myself and like actually calm down and feel good again as mm. if my mother just rocked me in her bosom. Mm. That shit is powerful. Wow. Like when I can do that for myself, I feel very powerful because if external things or even my internal world 
can rock me or turn me outside down. And then yet I still have the, my, I, and I have the power to like bring it all back in together and get myself, gather myself back together and soothe myself and care for myself and love on myself and come out of it feeling good. Then who really can rock me? Mm. You know what I mean? Like I have that power inside myself. So that's kind of what I was trying to say. Oh, that was so well put. Yeah. Oh, man, I need to. Yeah, I just love what you had to say just then. That is so powerful. That I feel like that's healing. Yeah. That's like healing in real time. Like that's. I just think. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, gosh. There's so many emotions there. Like, that is the process of like reparenting. That's the process of like, and it's not, yeah, it's not saying that you'll never hit those lows, but being able to be resilient. Yeah. And that's what you're talking about resiliency, resilience, and, um, yeah, just being able to overcome and um, being able to to cope in healthy ways and self-regulate. Like that's what a healthy, mature um, adult gets to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, yeah, it's like biologically, physiologically, psycholo- psychologically, um, yeah, that's what we all want to do. Mm-hmm. Even even when we don't get to have like those, yeah, the support systems, the the caregivers like show up in all the ways that they were supposed to, mm-hmm. like we still want to come to this place where we get to have that like secure attachment and yeah, I feel like I'm I'm still getting there. I'm seeing like those little um, moments where I'm able to yeah self regulate and um, yeah show up for myself if that makes yeah. sense. And um, also let people in um, because my friends can also help regulate me. My friends can also provide the support that I need because, yeah, we we need that. But also, like, yeah, just not in a codependent way Mm -hmm. or, like, in a very, like, you know, detached way, but in this, like, really healthy way. Like, yeah, I love that. My takeaway from today's conversation is find your power. Um, yeah, find your power because it's essential to your survival. And once you find that, you'll unlock a lot of doors you didn't know you could unlock. Hmm. Yeah. I think in a similar way, um, but maybe like said differently. I think as I was even prepping for this conversation, I think there's a lot of potential um, in the third culture kit. There's a lot of, there's a lot of pain there. Yeah. Um, Yeah. There's a lot of like, it wasn't supposed to be this way. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a lot of stress on the family. Mm -hmm. Um and sometimes chaos and um but there's a lot of potential confusion yeah 
Yeah. Um, yeah, the confusion of not belonging. So there's, yeah, there's a lot of longing. There's a lot of unmet needs mm-hmm. um, for the third culture kid. But I think there's, um, yeah, a lot of potential. And I just hope like this conversation was like a starter and maybe like ignited something in in you listening um, mm-hmm. to to process and maybe like think a little deeper about um, how like your background, your past, your family history might might be like still impacting you in positive and negative ways or even in neutral ways, not having to like always judge um, what's bad or good, but yeah, to not like be ignorant of like you're a really unique um, background and um, and perspective. And I hope this conversation made you feel seen. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Thanks, Maki. I love this conversation. Uh, <laughs> I felt very therapeutic. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for always coming in a very... Yeah, just a very transparent way. I feel like when you like kind of the wall comes down for you, it like brings my wall down. I don't know. I just always come into a space with the wall up. Yeah. Uh, Not totally authentic. I need like sometimes someone to like break the ice for me. And so I feel like you always do that. So I appreciate it. I appreciate that because I was like judging myself yesterday when I was listening to our other podcast where I'm like, you just sound so like angry. And mm. too like preachy. Mm. Not at all. Mm. Not at all. I don't think that's what people hear. I definitely don't hear that. Mm. And I don't think anger is bad. I know, but I don't want that to be my disposition all the time. But maybe that's just where I'm at and I just didn't know it. I don't know. Exactly. Could it be passionate? Could it be not okay with the wrong? I just hate it here. <laughs> I, Mikey, your face is great. Want to get off of here? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm before done. we get off, though, like, what's our self care tip? Because, girl, after that heavy ass conversation, I'm gonna need to go take care of myself. So, give me something. I actually have one. What and is I did it? it this week? Okay. And I was I was a little bit stressed. I was on a, you know, work trip and yeah, just different things and um yeah, I was a little bit dysregulated in my body. I could definitely tell and I got back to the hotel room and what I did was mm-hmm. and I was sitting all day too, which some of us do because of work and whatever. So uh, I get, I got back to the hotel room and they have like the mirror in front of a little closet with the whole mirror. So like mm-hmm. a full length. And I put like my favorite, like kind of dancey, not clubby mm-hmm. type Afrobeat song. Actually, can I say what it is? is that yeah. What it is? I don't know. It's called True Love by Yemi Holiday. Oh my God. Should why. we drop a sample? Should we drop a little clip of that song? Yeah, maybe okay. we should. Well, we, we might but- drop clip if we don't get copyrighted we, we'll have to look into that yeah, but yes keep let's going. look into that but anyways it just it's kind of like that just happy-go-lucky type song yeah not clubby and 
I put that on and I just danced. Oh, I love that. By myself. Wizkid? No, not Wizkid. Yemi Holiday. Okay. Um, And I put that mug on and I was just dancing by myself in front of the mirror. I looked cute. Like I had a cute little outfit on and I just like moved my body. Like, you know, I really dance like, yeah. but I also like, like moving your body when you're dysregulated helps regulate you. Okay. It like just gets all that energy out yeah. um, from the anxiety and like your heart rate is up, whatever. Um, and so you feel like you want to run yeah. that, like that um, fight flight, you know, you just get those like adrenaline. that energy, yeah. adrenaline, whatever. And so when you get to dance, you're kind of like letting it out. You're satisfying um, that need. And then you get to listen to some good tunes and you feel better. I love that. Uh, I love yeah. that. Yes. I always do that in my car. I'll be getting it in, breaking it yes. in. I love that. Yes. So that's a great song. That is my, yeah, that's my go-to. That's my go-to one. I'm surprised I didn't say that first. Um, but that's my go-to one, baby. Got the playlist. <laughs> you need to share those playlists with me because I want to join the movement. Absolutely. So go ahead, put that put that song on that nostalgic song from the good old days, mm-hmm. and just have a good time by yourself. Yes. Well, yes. guys, uh, thanks for tuning in. We've been seeing y'all listening. We appreciate uh-huh. the love. Continue to like. Leave in the reviews. We really appreciate that. We really do, guys. Um, like, comment, share, listen to us. Every Saturday, we drop bonus episodes every once in a while. Follow us on Instagram, Am I Whole Yet? Podcast. Um, follow us on Twitter, Am I Whole Yet Pod, and write us an email. Tell us your story. Tell us your third culture kid story at Am I Whole Yet Podcast. <laughs> Podcast. I forgot for a second. At uh-huh. gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you guys. Thanks so much for tuning in, and we'll catch you guys next Saturday. Bye.